0: for this morning? Okay. The nugget is, most people have uphill hopes. Most people have uphill hopes. Looks great. Amen. Most people have uphill hopes, but have downhill habits. Most people have uphill hopes, but have downhill habits. So uh, if you're struggling to get uphill, check your habits. Okay. If you have your Bibles, open to the first book of the Bible, which is... And I hope you have got through Genesis this year. We're going to go to the 26th chapter of Genesis. That's Genesis chapter 26. And Father, we praise you. We just give you thanks as uh, we look to your word. We're thanking the Lord that your word has been sent to heal us and deliver us, to mature us correct us, and lift us up. So, Father, I thank you, Lord, with all those things, Father God, uh, we receive this word this morning. We ask once again that your Holy Spirit, Father God, uh, would raise up, Father God, uh, new revelations for each and every one of us, in Jesus' name. Amen. That's Genesis chapter 26. Looking at verse 18. That's Genesis chapter 26, 18. And Isaac digged again the wells of water which he had digged in the days of Abraham his father. For the Philistines had stopped them up after the death of Abraham and he called their names after the names by which his father had called them. Wow. So we're going to be talking about water wells today. Wells represent life-giving waters. In the desert, it is distressing to find a well without water. (laughs) Now the definition of well uh, from the uh, Webster's Dictionary says, a spring or natural force of water, a hole drilled into the earth to obtain water, a place where water issues from, a spring or a fountain. So that's what we're going to look at, wells this morning. And if you want to name, have a title for this, Open Wells. There are a number of biblical personalities uh, to which wells became vital in our lives. So we're going to look at some wells in people's lives. Uh, Why are wells so important? There are different kinds of wells, and what roles do they play in our lives today? So do you have a well in your future, or do you have a well now? Okay. Okay. Do you know what kind of well it is if you have one? Is it in operation today? So we're going to examine some uh, wells in the Bible in a biblical sense uh, uh, and their spiritual significance, okay? Um, of course, the Bible tells us that there are good wells and bad wells. Sometimes they, they said that... they. They dug a well and it was sweet water and the next time they dug a well it was bitter. So good, good and, uh, and bad wells. So uh, since we're there, let's back up to the book of, uh, we're still in Genesis. We're going to look at a lot in Genesis, Genesis chapter 21, Genesis chapter 21. This, we're going to look at uh, um, Hagar and her son Ishmael. Okay. okay. So we're going to go, that's Genesis chapter 21, and we will begin with verse 15. And the water was spent in the bottle, and she cast the child under one of the shrubs. And she went and sat down over against him, a good way off, as it were a bow shot. And she said, Let me not see the death of the child. And she sat over against him and lifted up her voice and wept. And God heard the voice of the lad and the angel of the Lord called. To Hagar out of heaven, and he said unto her, What aileth thee, Hagar? Fear not, for the Lord hath heard thy voice of the lad where he is. Well, sounds like there was a drought here. Their their water supply had gone. Looking at verse 18 Arise, lift up the lad and hold him in thy hand, for I will make him a great nation. Verse 19, this is one we want to, and God opened her eyes, and she saw a what? Well, well of water, and she went and filled the bottle of water and gave the lad drink. Do you have a well in your life? Is there something dry in your life? Hmm. Like Hagar, there are wells of goodness and opportunity before us. When the, her eyes were opened, that well saved her life. Is there a well that you have not seen yet that can save your life or the situation you're in? are you going to be like, Hagar just sat there and just wait for death to come? Hello. We need need to pause here and think. We need to pray. Lord, open my eyes to see the well of blessing. Because she couldn't see it at first. Each and every one of us, in whatever dire situation we're in, if we will ask the Lord to open our eyes, He will show us a well that will give life. Somebody's ever thought about asking the Lord to open your eyes to see the well? A well of blessing. I think we need to start doing that, whatever situation you may be in. Amen? Again, we need to pray or pause and ask the Lord to open our eyes to see the well of blessing around us. That no well of goodness shall go undiscovered. Don't let it just, you know... Say, well, there's nothing, nothing I can do. There's something you can do. Lord, open my eyes to the well of life or the well of blessing in this area. Wow. wow. Verse 19, and God opened her eyes and she saw a well of water and she went and filled the water, bottled with water and gave the lad to drink. A well that will give life, and it was right there, but she didn't see it. Your blessing is right on the corner, right next to you, but you don't know it because your eyes are not open to it. We need to have our eyes open to to discover these blessings. A well of blessing. Okay, let's still. Are you still in chapter? Anybody? 21. 21. Thank you. Let's go down to verse 25. And Abraham reproved Abimelech because of a well of water, and Abimelech and his servants had violently taken it away. Abraham has a dispute with an enemy. It's, o- it's obvious that both parties knew that this well was important. And what does it say? That Oblamegek took it away. Well, water, again, is a source of life. So the enemy is out there to steal your wells that produce for you. He knows that you have a well there. And some of them are saying, my well is drying up. My bank account is drying up. That's a well. Don't let the enemy steal from your well. I want you to recall what we read in Genesis chapter 26. After the death of Abraham, 26, 18. You don't have to turn there. I'll read it for you. After the death of Abraham, Isaac called their names after the names of which his father called them. Called the names of the wells. Wells have names. What are you calling your well? Have your eyes open to that blessing over there and you can call that well what you want it to be. Prosperity. Favor, goodness, health, it's a well, it's a well of blessing, it's a well of of life, but the enemy is wanting to steal that well that you have there. You might, like I said, you might know of that well, You're, you're living in it, you're saying, well, glory to God, I'm being blessed and all of a sudden something happens. The enemy is plugging up that well, stealing that well from you. Don't let him have it. Fight for it. It's yours. Okay. Let's go to to the next well another another chapter, chapter twenty four of Genesis. Here, Abraham sends out his, his, uh, his servant to find a wife for his son. So let's uh, begin with uh, verse 11. Now let's go to verse 10. And the servant took ten camels of the camels of his master and departed. For all the goods of his master were in his hand. And he, and he arose and went to Mesopotamia unto the, house of, uh, unto the city of Nabor. And he made his camels to kneel down without the city by the well of water at the time of the evening. Even at that time that the women go out to draw water. So he, he went where? He's taken a long trip and he has his camels. And he brings them to a what? A well. A well brings what? Water, life giving substance. Verse 12 And he said, O Lord, God of my master Abraham, I pray thee, send me good speed this day and show kindness unto thy master Abraham. Behold, I stand here by the well of water, and the daughters of men of the city come out to draw water. And let it come to pass, that the damsel to whom I say, Let down thy pitcher, I pray thee, that I may drink, and she shall say, Drink, and I will give the cam- thy camels to drink also. Let the same be that she, uh, thou shalt appoint for thy servant Isaac. This is The one that's going to say this, this is going to be Isaac's wife. Thereby I shall know that thou hast shown kindness to my master. You go to a well to receive your blessings. Whatever well that's open to you, go to it and get, receive your blessings. What did he do? He named that well. A well that would bring Isaac's wife. Oh, wow. So we see that Rebecca comes and she gives water to the the camels. So when you locate a well of prosperity ordained for your life, Speak to it. If you know you've got a well that's open to you, that, that's, that's great, that has life to it, speak to it, bring forth greater blessings out of it. You have to dip to get your, or throw the bucket in, whatever, to get your, your blessing. It wasn't just... A drink for him, but he got the whole, he got his whole caravan got water from this woman, Rebecca. The blessing's there for you to have. Oh, wow. When you go to the well, call forth the blessings. You got it? Okay. We're still in the 24th chapter, are we not? Okay. I want us to go to... So, Rebecca is coming back with the servant. And she is going to meet Isaac. Where? Where Where's she going to meet Isaac at? At Isaac's home, right? You think? Okay. Genesis chapter 24, beginning with verse 62. And Isaac came from the way of the well. What? Another well? I'm not going to even try to pronounce it. For he dwelt there in the south south, uh, country. And Isaac went out to meditate in the field at the evening tide. And he lifted up his eyes and saw, and behold, the camels were coming. And who was was with the camels? Rebecca. He was at the well. And Rebecca lifted up her eyes and saw Isaac and lit up her camel. For she had uh, said to the servant, What man is this that walketh in the field to meet us? And the servant said, This is the master. Therefore she took a veil and covered herself. And the servant told Isaac all the things he had done. So the well that he was there at this point was a well of fruitfulness and prosperity. Look what came from this well. (laughs) You're going to have to look at the way I'm saying it. This well brought prosperity, fruitfulness because you look at Isaac's life from there on and Rebecca's life. Fruitfulness. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. Know that your well is gonna bring be fruitful unto you Amen. and be prosperous. Amen. So dig that well out there, find a good well. <laughs> okay. Chapter twenty six. I know we're 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 gone well crazy. Here, we're going to find, uh, Isaac is going to meet uh, the person that uh, challenged his dad, Abimechek, okay? It's chapter 26 of Genesis, and we want to go down to the 12th chapter. Here, if I got it, there's a famine in the in the land. That means the what? What happened to the wells? They're dried up. But if you know the father, it's not going to make any difference. Genesis chapter 26, beginning in verse 12. And Isaac sowed in the land and received the same year a hundredfold, and the Lord blessed him. And the man waxed great and went forward and grew until he became very great, for he had posses- uh, possessions of flocks and poss- possessions of herds and great uh, store of servants, and the Philistines envied him. For all the wells which his father's servants had digged in the days of Abraham, his father, the Philistines had stopped them up With the earth. Even though the enemy is blocking or stopping up your wells, if you're listening to the Father, you will still have a harvest. You have to believe. The Lord says, go out there and plant even in the dry season. So follow through because the wells will be unstopped eventually. All right, glory to God. Okay, let's go back. Uh, we're still there. 26, right? Chapter 26. We'll look at this one again because we looked at it earlier. Verse 18 and, and Isaac digged again the wells of water which he, he, they dug in the days of Abraham his father, for the Philistines had stopped them up after the death of Abram. And he called their names after the names of which his father had called them. Reopen the wells. He'd dig them up and reopen the wells and call them by name. Be, it'd be interesting to find out what his dad called all these wells. But some were blessings. Wells have names. What are the names of the wells in your life? There's wells for you to be... You know the well that uh, Hagar found, or when God opened her eyes, she named that well. Uh, I can't remember what chapter it is right now, but it says that uh, this is where I saw the face of God, at that well. So what is... There's wells around you, each and every one. I mean, there's wells. I mean, we might live in California when there's a drought, but there's... (laughs) You have a well that you can call upon. Name that well. Name the well or it be a it might be a curse. Cuz the enemy will will curse it. Name your blessing, prosperity, your favor, your goodness. Name the wells around you. So this well over here is blessing. And you can say this well it was also favor. Well, why do that? This well over here is blessing. This well over here will be favor. This well over here will be prosperity. This well over here, over here is health. Don't put them all in one spot. He said the Philistines stopped up all the wells. You have wells that you can go, go to and receive the blessing from. Just have your eyes open to them. Ask the Lord again. Open my eyes to see the blessing. Uh Uh-oh. Evil conduct will produce evil wells. So watch yourself. Don't get in a compromised situation because that's evil. Evil conduct will produce evil wells. We need to the wells that the enemy has blocked up it, we'll say it's we'll we'll use this one, uh prosperity. You need to have that well, you need to uh what do you call it, extricate it. You know, pull stuff out, clean it out, all right? Um, and open it up. You know, um, Uh, let's, go to, let's continue here. Uh, 20, verse, 20, uh, chapter 26, looking at verse verse 19. And Isaac's servants digged in the valley and found there a well of springing water. And the herdsmen of Ger did strive with I, I, Isaac's herdsmen, saying, The water is ours. And he called the, the name of the well, whatever, because they strove with him. Verse 20, uh, 21, and he dig another well and strove and, and strove for that also. And he called that name, verse 22, and he removed from thence and digged another well. And that he strove not. And he called the name, of, and he, um, for the Lord hath made room for us and we shall be fruitful in land. So that, that well was going to be fruitful in land. Unfortunately, he let, he, he let the enemy drive him away from two wells that he dug. There were blessings. How much more could he have expanded out if he would have kept those wells? Think about it. What is the enemy pushing you away from? What well have you been believing for and saw? But the enemy says, you can't have it. It's mine. You can't have it. Don't let the enemy push you around. Uh, Keep your marker there. And let's go to uh, the book of Psalms in a moment. For a moment. Let's go to Psalms chapter 89. Psalms 89. Now, I'm going to tie this in with wells. It may not sound like it, but I'm going to tie it in with wells. Psalms 89, verse 15. Blessed is the people that know the joyful sound. They shall walk, O Lord, in the light of thy uh, countenance. Glory to God. The joyful sound. Everybody ever hear a rushing water? A joyful sound, the brook. That's a joyful sound. Living. Something that we have. Glory to God. Springs of water. Add, adding to your prosperity. That's joyful. I mean, that's joyful. That's, doesn't that sound good? Overcoming. Now, there are far too many Christians that have their wells of goodness and prosperity and favor blocked by... Spiritual Philistines. We can't have that. Going back to Genesis chapter, this time chapter 29. Chapter 29. Look what we need to do. There's another thing we need to do. Chapter 29. We're talking about what? Wells. Okay. Chapter 29. Genesis chapter 29. Beginning with verse 8. And they said, We cannot until the flocks be gathered together, until they roll the stone from the well's mouth. Then we, then we water the sheep. Wow. And while he yet spoke with them, Rachel came with her father's sheep, uh, for she had kept them. And it came to pass that when Jacob saw Rachel, the daughter of Laban, his uh, brother, the sheep, um, that Jacob went near and rolled the stone from the well's mouth and watered the flock of Laban and his uh, mother's brother. We need to remove any stones or... Remove the locks off the, off the spigot, in other words, okay? Um, <laughs> you know, if you don't pay your water bill, you know what they do to you? You know, right in front of your house, they have a little square thing. It's made of concrete, and the, the guy comes in with a little rod, and he pulls it up. And they've they got a shot off valve to cut off your water. And they cut it off, and you know what they then they put on it? A lock. The enemy is wanting to lock up your water supply. and other words, roll that stone, remove that lock. You have the power. You have the giftings to do it. Don't allow the enemy to shove you around. Too many of us allow the enemy to do it. Or sometimes we become forgetful that we have a well that we can tap into. Oh, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? Lord, open my eyes and show me the well that's open to me for that blessing. Amen. Glory to God. Remove that obstacle that the enemy has placed before you. And replace that well. So it can be a benefit for you. Lord, please help me roll away the stone that's blocking my well of favor and goodness. Whatever it may be. You you call the uh, the well a name. That's what they did. They call those things that be not as they were. Ahead of time. Look at that. Okay, let's... Go further into the book of Genesis. Genesis chapter 49. We're at the end here. 49. Genesis 49. I'm going to read this one out of the Amplified. So listen up. Genesis chapter 49 verse 22. This is speaking of Joseph. Joseph is a fruitful bough. A fruitful bough by a well spring or fountain whose branches run over the wall. Glory to God. Pray that the Lord will increase your well. You know, when I was a kid, we, we lived out in the country. We had two wells on our property. One little well, just to, to uh, for the water for the house, you know, just the housing and you know, and the yard. And that was a small pump. I mean, it was good enough to keep the water tank full, and you know, supply everything else. But then, um on the other side, uh, we had five acres, on the other side we had a big pump that would supply the whole field, whole five acres of water because we we had strawberries. So what we're seeing here, what we see here, we need to have the same thing. Hey, you might have a small well in one area, and thank you Lord, I've got that well, it's supplying this, but I need a well that's going to supply everything that I own. Call for the increase, because if we tried to water the five acres with that small pump, we'd never make it. It, I mean, it, it supplied the house and everything, but it and, and the yard, but it could not supply five five acres worth of crops. Crops would all die. So know that you can. Increase your, it says, Joseph increased. It overflowed. Your well should be overflowing. Mm. Okay. Well, how about jumping out of, of Genesis, and let's go to Exodus chapter 2. Exodus chapter 2. What does a well signify? Something that's life giving, right? A good well, okay? Exodus chapter 2, looking at verse 15. Now, when Pharaoh heard these things, that's Exodus chapter 2, verse 15. Now, when Herod, pardon me, when Pharaoh heard these things, he sought to slay Moses. But Moses fled from the face of Pharaoh and dwelt in the land of Midian. And he sat down by a well, he sat down by a well, a well, a source of life. And then as you continue to read, at that source of life, great things happen. Okay, uh, let's go to verse 16. And the priests of Midian had seven daughters, and they came and drew water at the well, and filled their uh, trowels with water, and, uh, and their father's flock. That's 16 and 17. And the shepherds came down and drove uh, them away, but Moses stood up and helped and watered their flock. And when they came to uh, rule and their father said, How is that thou uh, comes home so soon? In other words, Moses helped with that water supply. And guess what? Being at that well where he sat down, guess what? He was blessed at that well. How did he get blessed? He found a wife. He found a home. He was in a family. What a well, what a blessing. So locate your well in the name of Jesus. Lord show me a well that will be a great blessing to me. Let me sit there. In other words, let, let me gather things together. Now there are Negative wells, and we're going to look at a couple of things right now and then go back to the positive side. Let's go to um, 2 Peter. 2 Peter. New Testament, 2 Peter, chapter 2. 2 Peter, chapter 2. 2 Peter chapter 2, looking at verse 17. These are wells without water. Uh-oh. Clouds that be, are carried with the tempest to whom the mist of darkness is reserved forever. These are talking about people that go astray. People that go astray. The well that's within you dries up and you go astray. Don't fall into that position. It's talking about, a, uh, you could say, a born-again person that has dried up, has left the water of life to go into the world and do their own thing. Wells without water, they go astray. Ouch, okay? Uh, Psalms 55, Psalms 55. I know I'm jumping around quite a bit here. In Psalms chapter 55, terrible, terrible when you, uh, a well is also called a pit. You remember where they threw Joseph into? It was a pit, but before it was a pit, it was a well. And you know why they couldn't get him out? It was a deep, it was a deep well. I'll share with you on one in a second. Uh, Psalms fifty five. Verse twenty-three. But thou, O God, shall bring them down into the pit of destruction. A well of destruction. Well that well is dry, it's destruction, okay? Pits of destruction. Talk about dry wells, okay? Uh go now to let's advance to the book of uh, Proverbs, and we want to go to Proverbs 23. Then we'll go back to Proverbs 23. Nope. Sorry. Scratched that one. Didn't write it right, so I'm not going to even try to find it. Let's go to 2 Kings. Back, further back. Second Kings, chapter three. Look at verse. Now, this is when the this is when you come against the enemy. Okay. And they, ha- the enemy has wells. They, they got wells. They, they use their wells against you. Okay, they use. Okay, Second uh, K- Kings chapter three verse nineteen. And ye shall smite every fenced city and every choice city, and and shall fell every good tree and stop up all wells of water, and mar every good piece of land with stones. Wow. So don't let the enemy take advantage of you by letting them keep their things, do destruction to them, okay? Okay, now we're going to go into the book of John for a moment, John chapter 4, John chapter 4. Uh, John chapter 4 beginning with verse 5 Then uh, this is speaking of Jesus then cometh he to the city of Samaria which is all called Sychar near a parcel of ground that Jacob gave to his son Joseph now Jacob's well was there so we're at a well now uh, this is just a side thought this well was 9 feet in diameter that's big but it was a hundred feet deep. That's a, for those days to dig that far down. That's a lot of digging. Yeah. But they went there, and, and this is Jacob's well. Look at it, it was way back where they had water, and now it's Jesus' time, and I imagine it still has that place. Living water is everlasting. Glory to God. Okay. Beginning verse 6 again. Now Jacob's well was there, therefore Jesus was weary uh, with his journey, sat thus on the well, and it was about the sixth hour, and, and there cometh a woman of Samaria to draw water. And Jesus said unto her, Give me to drink. For his disciples were gone away into the city to buy meat. Then saith the woman of Samaria unto him, How is it thou, being a Jew, ask, drink of me, which am a woman of Samaria? For the Jews have no dealing with the Samaritans. And Jesus answered and said unto her, If thou knewest the gift of God, who it was that saith to thee, Give me drink, thou wouldst have asked him that he would have given thee living water. And the woman said to him, Sir, thou hast nothing to draw with, and the well is deep. From whence hast uh, hast thou living water? Art thou greater than... Our father Jacob which uh, um, gave us the well and drank therefore himself and his children and his cattle. And Jesus said unto her, Jesus said unto her, Whosoever drinketh of this water shall, shall thirst again, but whosoever drinketh the water that I shall give him shall never thirst, but the water that I shall give him shall be in him a well of water springing up into everlasting life. You have, a believer has a well of water within you. Spring up a well. Glory to God. John chapter 7. Glory to God. John chapter 7. Verse 37. John... 737. In the last days, the great feast, great of that feast, Jesus stood and cried, saying, If any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. He that believeth on me, as the scripture saith said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living waters. A well. There's a well within us that believe. You have to thirst for Jesus. Surrender to him and drink that what she gives you. Drink of the word. From the belly shall flow rivers of living water. What kind of well are you? What flows out of your inner being? Is it clear and pure? Tainted or gray? Dirty and polluted? I hope we fall on the first category. Now, this is the water that that, uh, Jesus said. He's the water. Let's go to the book of Jeremiah. Oh, glory to God. Jeremiah chapter 2. In Jeremiah chapter 2. You have a well. You are a well. You have a well within you. Glory to God. And I'll teach you a song on wells. Jeremiah chapter 2. The Lord is speaking here. Jeremiah chapter 2, verse 13. For my people have committed two evils. They have forsaken the fountain of living waters. Wow. And have hewn out cisterns, broken cisterns, that can't hold no water. In other words, God is saying, I am the spring of living waters. And they have forsaken you. Isaiah, the book of Isaiah. Let's back up. Let's go to Isaiah chapter 12. This time, Isaiah chapter 12. Gotta hurry. Isaiah chapter 12. Look at verse 3. Isaiah 12, 3. Therefore with joy shall I draw water out of the wells of salvation. Glory to God. With joy you will draw waters from the wells of salvation. You've got a well within you. Draw it out. Get happy. Too many Christians are walking around. Ooh, hey, you get, we've got... If you take that pitcher, that water, it makes you joy. It says joy. Yeah. We need to wake up and find out what we have. Yeah. We got, the people go to bars to get drunk, to get happy, get joyful. You've got something better than that. You can be joyful all the time. Yeah. All right. They were rocking in the on the streets of Jericho, they're not drunk as they to, they you think they are <laughs> know, you know what how the song goes because they had what rivers, a river, a well that's some of us need to get a hold of some joy, start drinking I mean. Maybe that's what's wrong with Christians. They've got the spigot turned off to the well of salvation. That's why they're so sour. Mm -hmm. Oh, boy. Got my foot in that one, didn't I? (laughs) Psalms. Now let's turn to Psalms. Let's go back, uh, back to Psalms 116. Psalms 116. Psalms 116. Glory to God. Verse 13. This is what we need to do. Psalms 116, verse 13. I will take the cup of salvation and call upon the name of the Lord. Glory to God. Hallelujah. We need to come alive. Start drinking some salvation water. Glory to God. Hallelujah. We need to realize that God's program for us is something more than a ticket to heaven. Oh, I'm I'm born, I'm saved again, you know, and I'm going to heaven. Well, it's more than that. You're called. We're called something to do down. Called to do something down here. That's not just to occupy space. We're supposed to be a voice. Oh glory, since, are you, since you're Psalms 116, let's go to 126, Psalms 126. This is a well that unfortunately not too many Christians do, are not drinking of, or not using. Look at this well. Are you ready for this well? All of us need to unplug this well because the enemy has plugged it up. Psalms 126. Verse 5, they that sow in tears shall reap with joy. You want some joy? Amen. So, he that go forth with weeping, bearing precious seed, shall doubtless come again with rejoicing, bringing his sheaves with him. In other words, that's soul winning. We need to be soul winning. Too many of us are, have the, the wells plugged up. We not want somebody else to do it. We need to get out there. Ways to dig a well. I'll give you a real short one here. Choose the ground that you want to go to. Pray for a breakthrough in your private life. Two, rediscover the well of the Word of God in your life. Three, prepare for the work ahead. Focus on water, not dirt. When you're digging a well, focus on the water, not the amount of dirt that's there. Keep your eyes on the prize. Mm-hmm. And we're going to one last scripture: uh, Isaiah chapter fifty-eight. Isaiah chapter fifty-eight. Oh, glory to God! This is this is how we we establish our spiritual wells. Isaiah chapter 58 beginning with verse 11. And the Lord shall guide thee continually and satisfy thy soul in drought and make thy make fat thy bones and thou shalt be like a watered garden and like a spring of water whose waters fail not. Oh glory to God. That. That's like taking a shower. <laughs> Verse 12. And they that shall be with thee shall build the old waste places, and thou shalt rise up the foundations of many generations. Thou shalt be called the repairer of the breach, the restorer of the paths to dwell in. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So you need a, you have a well. Now I said I'm going to uh, teach you something. I've, I've, Told you about this song. It was a uh, way back in the mid '70s, early '70s. Um, there was a, a gentleman named Harold in our church, and uh, and he was an old Pentecostal. I mean, he he remembers seeing. I, I can't remember some of the people, but he met he he saw like A.A. A. a. Allen and a few other people. I mean big people and they had songs in those days and he was always saying saying this one it's bubbling it's bubbling it's bubbling in my soul it's singing it's dancing it's making me whole some people don't understand it but it's bubbling 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 day and night it's bubbling let's talk that well in you is it bubbling or has been capped? Amen, O oh, me, glory, hallelujah. Oh, we have the communion service. I overrun my time. 1 Corinthians chapter 11, Paul r- uh, writes, for I have received the Lord, that which I also delivered unto you, that, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread, and when he had given thanks, he brake it and said, Take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And after the same manner, he also he took the cup, and we accept, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do you, offer; offers you drink it in remembrance of me. For thus, often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you show forth the Lord's death till he comes. Glory to God. And it says the Lord hasn't partook of it since that day when he partook of it with the disciples in the upper room. But he's, he's got the table all set. And he's, he's waiting for the Father to say, go get Him." Then he's going to come down and say, come on up here. We're going to have a party. Boy, this thing's going to last a while. It's going to be exciting. But we need to have our wells unplugged. We need to go. Amen. Amen. Uh, If I can have my two helpers come up here. You know, I think it's neat. that uh, we know the Lord's coming soon, and all our loved ones that are up there—they're already seated, and they're waiting. They're—they're they're just as anxious as you are and I are to get there. Wow! I mean, can you may be waiting. We've all been at a restaurant. And we've you know, and we ordered. And we're sitting there waiting for this. They're kind of anxious, and especially if it's a special meal or something, you know. And they're just sitting up there just waiting. Oh, glory to God, I've got they've got a place sitting, you know. I'm going to have them sit here, and I'm going to have them sit here, you know. They've got places for us. They're not going to let you say, oh, you're going to be in the back. No, they, they said, no, this is reserved for my family here. This is reserved. It's going to be fantastic. They're excited. The Lord's excited. We need to be excited. Amen. So Father, we praise you, we just give you thanks. We thank you, Lord, for the opportunity, Father God, to receive the communion emblems this morning. Thank you, Lord, that the bread represents the body of the Lord Jesus Christ, the bruises, Father God, the stripes upon his body, that tell us by his stripes, we are healed, Father God. And I thank you, Lord, that those symptoms, Father God. Uh, must go, Father God, according to your word. So, Father, we praise you. We just give you thanks for this bread. Amen. Thank you, Lord. And the cup. This is the greatest blessing because it washes away all sin. Through this cup, we've been made whole. We have been adopted into the family of God. So, Father, we praise you. We just give thanks, Lord, the blood that was shed, Father God, to remove our sins forever, forever free. We thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Oh, spring up a well. Open wells. Let's all stand. Father, we praise you. We just give you thanks. We thank you, Lord, for your love for your compassion, for your blessing. Thank you, Lord, that you have extended your love to all the world, Father God. We ask, Lord, that we can be, Father God, open vessels, Father God, to reach a world, Father God, that so desperately needs you. We thank you, Lord, for the boldness and the courage, Father God, to go forth, Father God, to do those things that you've called us to do. We thank you for it. and As we go our separate ways, Father God, I thank you, Lord, that we are the blessed and that we can be a blessing to others. In Jesus' name, amen.